Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Tales from the Bar. I'm really happy you're here to start your weekend off right. I'm your host, Jen Noga, and today we're joined by Julia Lauren from the Foxies. Grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy your time at the bar. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Tales from the Bar. I'm here with Julia from the Foxies. This is not her first time on the show, although it'll be the first time it gets aired because I lost all of my season one footage. <laughs> you poor thing. My computer broke, so it's fine. I, I feel you. I feel you. Technology is not always our friend. No, no, it is not. My So I bought a MacBook. I'm using my dad's computer right now. So I bought a MacBook. Mm-hmm. My cat shattered the screen. I haven't had it since Christmas because they couldn't get the part in and then they got the part in and then that screen was shattered. Oh, it sounds like you're having some bad luck with some Macs. I am. And, you know, we're just going to take it in stride. I, I feel you. That's all you can do. Also, what you sipping on? Because that looks yummy. Uh, cream soda. Oh, oh, I love cream soda. I'm in a I'm in a group chat with um, some of my friends and all we do is rate beverages. <laughs> and I sent this to them and I was like 10 out of 10. No notes from me. Yep. You're like, this is Supreme. This is the goat. Please. And thank you. Drink it. Well, I was at I was at a music conference uh, last week, two weeks ago, and um, we were at a brewery and I don't drink. So I was like, oh, what do you guys think that's like non-alcoholic? And they were like, we have this cream soda. It's very good. And I was like, OK, I trust you. So I just I drank like three or four bottles of it in one sitting and I like, was so bloated, but I regret nothing. But, right. It's like eating a really good piece of red velvet cake or seven pieces. You're like, this is my shit. I'm going to continue to eat it. And I regret nothing. I regret absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So what is so I'm, I'm titling the episode after everybody's favorite drink. So oh, what, is your, what is your favorite drink? Oh, gosh, this is so hard. Um, Wine. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of wine? Like a. a do I know my wines? I know a Merlot, a Rosé. Okay. Yes, um, I Rosé, French, French biodynamic Rosé. I'm getting bougie here. Okay. I love it. <laughs> so I saw you just played a show with Don't Believe in Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually met them at the music conference thing that I was at and they were so sweet. And then they're I, very nice. And then I saw you guys were playing a show together and I was like, oh. If only. Wait, where are you based out of again? Cleveland, Ohio. Ah, uh, okay. Well, we might be hitting Cleveland in um if we do a headlining tour in the fall. So just like you know. Yes. <laughs> I love it when people come to Cleveland because not many people do. Yeah. Not the bands that I like. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I'm trying yeah. to I'm campaigning to get um young gravy to come to Cleveland because <laughs> I would I would pay all of the money I have to see that man in concert. Hi, it's Jen. Um, I just found out while I was editing that Young Gravy is actually coming to Kent probably when this episode comes out. So I'm not saying that I'm a trendsetter or a predictor or anything of the sort, but if others would gather to say that I am, then I'm not going to tell them they're wrong. Anyways, enjoy the rest of the episode. And I, know, and I don't know why I chose Young Gravy to be my my comfort rapper, but but Young but Gravy is, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, don't believe in ghosts. They were really cool. They were really sweet guys. I liked them a lot. They offered to help me with my microeconomics homework. So, 
um, okay, that's really sweet. I was like, so what I'm hearing is, is that when I go to take this exam, I can just message you guys. They're like, that's illegal and you shouldn't do that. And I was like, okay. And you're like, but who's going to know? Who's going to know? Nobody's going to know. It's not proctored. (laughs) Nobody. What's that sound on TikTok? It's the. They're going to know. Nobody's going to know. How would they know? Nobody's going to (laughs) know. Hey, I love it. Speaking of of TikTok, um, (laughs) how has, how has it improved? like how has it changed since the last time we talked because you guys went viral the last time we talked and then you guys had the timothy chalamet song yeah and it went viral again Mm, it's it's a weird it's a weird platform because it's like it's great when you're definitely on there and you're active constantly and then when you kind of you see certain certain uh platforms or like certain profiles on tiktok where like Oh, this person can only post like once a month and they get thousands of, of, of likes and millions of views and love. And then you see the profiles that you have to literally post every single day to get love. So for us, it's been kind of weird. It's like the Timothy Chalamet thing happened. People loved it. And then, you know, people keep wanting more of the music and people are really digging uh, finally digging our original content, which is good, but we always still get a lot of love from hopping on trends. And I'm like, I guess we're a trend band now. I don't know. It's, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's okay. I am too. Have you seen the quiz that's been going around TikTok? It's like, what human emotion are you? Oh God. I feel like I'm all of them. I took it and it read me for Phil. I <laughs> it read, it was like, um, I think it was like non-reciprocal love. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Honestly, though, I think that's why I go for the people I go for, because they don't want to love me back. And I feel like I can make them love me. So, yeah. And I can fix him. There's that that girl on TikTok and she goes, but daddy, I love him. And it's, it's, yes, that's me. Mood. God, it's true mood. I, I don't, well, so I will, I will omit names for this, but, um, I was in a situation ship with a guy in a band. So that was my first red flag. Uh, Uh It always is. is. He plays guitar, second red flag. Um, (laughs) and he's older than me. So Mm. not by a lot, but, um, we were friends before we started like kind of we were like basically boyfriend and girlfriend but we didn't have the label because he didn't want to do long distance and I was like that's fine because he lives seven hours away whatever we do this for about a year and I'm like hey what are we and he goes well I love you but I love you as a friend more and I was like Uh, uh, okay so we're gonna we're gonna we we're gonna take a step back we do not have time to process that and then um I haven't heard from him since Christmas so that's where my love okay. is right now. You know, I, I feel you on that. And that is such a hard thing, especially when you have pretty much given a lot of emotional time to somebody for a year. And even though like you weren't physically with them all the time or anything like that, your emotional self was, and it's hard when that happens. I mean, I get it completely. I, 
only like you if you're seven hours or more away from me. And that's the only time I want to date somebody. And then it's like, so can we, can we make this like move faster? And they're like, I'm in France. I'm like, (laughs) well, you're like, that's a little bit more than seven hours, but maybe seven hours on a plane. I don't know. I have a, I have a thing for men in a different countries. So I don't know what it is. My thing is men in bands. So <laughs> they're hot though. That's I, why I'm the band. I picked, I picked a good industry to get into. Honestly, I'm telling you, it's so funny. I remember being younger and being like, I love guys in bands. And then I got in a band and I was like, they all suck. Yeah. We, we all suck. <laughs> Everybody needs to like develop just a little bit more and then yeah. we'll be golden. Yeah. The, the triangle of needs, you can only have two. It's like emotional stability, emotional maturity, and good music. And everybody picks good music and emotional stability. Right. And now it's like, as you get older, it's like, oh, wait, I want, I, I actually want somebody that is working on themselves. Like I'm working on myself or like, cause like the thing, that's the biggest thing. And, and why I don't really date much is because I'm like, I'm learning to be happy with myself and to be like a whole person, you know? And that's the thing that makes a, a relationship great is when you have two holes and they just complement each other, not two halves trying to make a whole couple because that just never works. Sometimes it does, but very rarely now we're also, you know, on our own track and trying to find the meaning of our lives that it's like, okay, who wants to, who wants to come along? That's, that has been the biggest thing that I've been working on this year because like I took some time off of college and all my friends graduated and I was like, oh my God, like, what am I doing with my life? And yeah. then I went back to school. So I'm graduating next summer. Good for you. Very exciting. I was like, okay, everybody's on their own path. You know, I'm just taking it one day at a time. And then everybody started getting engaged. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at that age where everybody's getting engaged. And I'm like, mom, come pick me up. I'm scared. Yeah, dude. I literally like, I'm seeing it all over my Facebook. And I, one, I never go on Facebook ever. I just, it's, it's a breeding ground for, for just bad juju. And, but I get on there sometimes and all my friends that I went to high school with, they're all having babies. And I'm like, (laughs) I thought I'd have a baby at the age of 24 and I don't. And I'm actually very thankful because I'm working on my stuff right now. Yeah. But wow. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I can barely be responsible for me, let alone like a whole other human. Mm -hmm. It's that is terrifying. Yeah. And it's just different trajectories, you know, like I go back to my hometown and and that's what they want. And that's what they've always wanted. And I'm like, man, I wish a part of me truly wanted that. But I'm like, if it happens one day, it happens. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, I've tried to stop putting a time or or like, like putting, um, a a timeline on things. And I I've, I've stopped doing that. I've stopped putting pressure on myself to have kids or to get married or, or do any of this by this time or whatever, because the moment that you just kind of release that unneeded pressure, that's the moment that everything in your life starts making sense. And I started watching sex in the city for the first time ever, like last year. And I was like, yes, (laughs) 
yes, this is helping me. <laughs> like, let me just project onto characters. Like, I'm like, I'm really into Stranger Things right now. And yes. I have projected onto Eddie. I'm like, yes, if he dies, I'm going to be so pissed. Oh my God. I love, I love, I love Eddie. He's going to, I just, I was like, let me just have my little metalhead D and D man in peace. Can't Netflix just give me something. I haven't seen. Cause I remember the last time we talked, we did talk about umbrella Academy. Have you <laughs> seen, have you seen season three yet? Yes. I literally finished that in two days. <laughs> I, I was working, so I couldn't finish it. And all I've been seeing are like the clips that the Instagram has been posting. And I saw this clip of five with Dolores. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, what in the fresh fuck is happening? I'm telling you right now that this one, I, I will say my, my favorite one still is season one, but this one was really, really good. And there were a lot of really funny lines in there that were just like god of course i'm in love with klaus duh i love i love klaus who isn't i crazy people Mm -hmm. have you Mm -hmm. seen robert sheehan like (gasps) all i'm saying is robert sheehan if you're single i'm single (laughs) (laughs) hit me up my instagram is Slide in my DMs. Yes, please. Mm, hey, I'm waiting patiently for you. Yeah, no, he's uh, that that whole show is just brilliant, and I want I want to be a part of that show so bad. I'm like, gotta manifest that shit. Gotta like send like a demo to Netflix and be like, use use the Foxies in your show. Oh my god. Oh my god. I would shit two million bricks. I'm like, yeah, please. That's how. That's how a lot of people like have been like blowing up is that they've been in like Netflix, like a lot of smaller bands. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we've actually got a few songs um, that are going to be on like uh, some like movie trailers. And then um, one that's going to be in some TV shows. I can't remember what platform it's going to be on. It's either Amazon prime or Hulu, but I'm like, okay, well, this is a good sign. Um, like keep putting our music on <laughs> This is good. It's like that. It's like that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio when he goes like this when he's like pointing. I'm gonna hear it. And I'm gonna be like, I know them. That's, that's the boxes. <laughs> I know <What>? them. <laughs> so I don't. I don't think if I speaking of movies, if you took your last five releases and a movie producer came up to you and was like, we want to make a movie based on your last five songs. What type of movie would it be? That is such an amazing question. Holy shit. Um, I would say that it would be a zombie rom-com. Oh, those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, uh, what was that movie? Is it warm bodies or is it, is it yeah, warm bodies? Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd be kind of like a zombie rom-com because you got, you got demolition. You've got little monsters, Timothy Chalamet, summer never dies. I can't remember what the one before that was. I feel like I should know. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you've got this creepy dark side and then you've got this, I just want to be in love side. So, um, yeah, probably a zombie rom-com of, of, Two, like one zombie and, and 
maybe one like vampire, one werewolf, and they just fall in love. Or maybe it's two zombies. Who knows? So if you could make, you have an unlimited budget and you can Mm -hmm. go anywhere in the world and pick any band to play with you, where would you want to go? And who would you want to open for you? Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, I mean, I feel like our fan base would be really awesome with inhalers fan base. I love inhaler. So I would, I would just, I mean, I'd be like, Hey, like let's open for you guys and let's like freaking play wherever. Um, so yeah, I think that that'd be a really good pairing. I also think, Oh man. Oh my God. This is such a good question. It's so hard. I mean, I'm going to have to think about this. Uh, if the Sex Pistols were still a band, I'd say, hey, <laughs> let's do this <laughs> for sure. I feel like you guys would also be really good with like the band Camino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny story. We uh, we were supposed to play with them like in 2016, 2017 um, at a place called The Basement in Nashville. But we had a show that month already. So we had to decline. And then I'm like, boys, come on. Are you ready to play together? (laughs) Let's go. I just saw them in concert. And I, so I do concert photography on the side. And I was like, not to suck my own dick, but that is some of the best work that I've done in a while. Dude, I want to see this. I have, hold on. I have two really good photos that I'm like obsessed with right now. Yeah. And um, I sent them to my friend because we were there for the opener for games we play. I don't know if you. Oh, yeah. Super nice guy. Jenny is very, very sweet. So there's this photo. Oh, God, dude, what the fuck? And then so good. And then this one. Okay, so whenever we play in Cleveland, you're shooting the show, okay? Yes, yes. Yeah. You can't. That you can't would be rad. You can't. That'd be so rad. He's trying to eat the microphone cable. Can't do that. Oh, he's, he's in a munchy mind right now. Speaking of, I need to go grocery shopping, which I forgot to do today, but I could do it later. I also need to go grocery shopping. It's like, yeah. I just haven't had the energy to go. I'm going to tell you a little secret. I don't physically go anymore. I just order on Amazon.com. <laughs> Instacart, yeah. It's it's great. It's awesome. And right now in Nashville, it's like 95 degrees. Yesterday it was 99. So I'm like, I'm, I just got done rollerblading. I'm not going back outside, especially when gas is insane. Six dollars. Oh my God. It's It's crazy being alive right now. Like I'm so happy I am. don't get me wrong but it's like the stuff that we're living through at this moment is mind-boggling like I'm just like they're gonna read about our generation and the previous generation in history books one day and they're gonna be like what in the fuck they're like this explains why our grandparents are all messed up (laughs) right like I'm like they said we only get one one in a lifetime like thing event that happens and we've had like 85 of them in the past three years we've had so many and no wonder we're all just like there's no more like millennials or 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 uh 
generation Z or whatever. There's no, we're all just one generation and it's the sad generation. Yeah. That's what what we are. We're all one big, sad, happy family. You could write a song about that. We actually did write one a long time ago called Generation Sad, which we're thinking we might do something with. So it seems fitting now. Yeah. (laughs) Said when all seems bleak, like my my friend and I, we were like, all this is happening and we're at a concert when all this is happening. And we're like, the world is falling apart and nothing makes sense. But at least I'm going to like enjoy myself for two hours. And that's why we love doing music and why we love playing shows is like, if at our show, everybody can forget the world for a moment, that means we're doing our job. And that means we're doing something right. Because music is supposed to be an escape. It's supposed to allow you to feel all the things you want to feel, but also run away from the real world. If you want to run away, if you want to scream. If you want to yell, if you want to laugh, if you want to smile, if you want to kiss somebody, if it's consented, yes. Like, that's why music is amazing because it is, it's a little vacation, even if it's for two hours being at a show. Yeah. I saw you guys have your album coming out. Yeah. What can you, what can you tell me about this? Cause this will probably come out around the time of the album release. So. Okay. Um, basically it's crazy. Cause when I first talked to you, um, we were writing the album and we just didn't know it. So we have songs that were basically written in the beginning of the pandemic of 2020 and then all throughout these two years. So we've been writing, oh my God, I think even before I talked to you, we, we started writing this thing and we sat down and we were like, okay, so it's a ballsy move to put an album out as an independent band, but why the fuck not? We've got this story that we want to tell. And it's literally how the emotions that I went through and the relationships that I went through and how my life was kind of crumbling down, but I was also trying to build something new. And so it's this whole journey of where I started and all the feelings and thoughts and the OCD intrusive thoughts, the beginning of the pandemic to now how I deal with that and how I deal with, you know, my relationships, my friendships, um, and the relationship with myself. It's not a pandemic album. There are no songs on there about the pandemic. We did not want any of that shit. We were like, we want to get to the nitty gritty of what happens in the human mind when you are isolated or when you are left alone with your thoughts every day. So it's definitely a journey and it can in a way be a concept album too. There's a lot of songs that deal with my love in France. And then there's a lot of songs that deal with how I deal with problems in my life and, and, and problems with thinking too much and, and then going to therapy and all this other shit. So yeah. It's, it's the most vulnerable side of me that you'll get. Therapy, 10 out of 10, cannot recommend enough. Right? Fucking love my therapist. I've been seeing her since I was 17. I'm 23 now. And I'm like, I said, I can't go. I was like, when you retire, that's it. Like, I'm just going to like bottle up my feelings forever and explode because my file is like this big. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Like, I just finally started like for real. I did, I did something called better help, like the beginning of the pandemic, but that didn't really work for me that well. So then 
I finally just started going to somebody and I love her so much. I'm like, I want to be your friend. (laughs) I send my therapist Christmas cards. So I'm like, here you go. It's a photo of me and my cat. But like, I need to start doing Christmas cards. I don't do Christmas cards. And I feel like maybe I'd be a little bit more fulfilled if I did them. Canva is very helpful. That's what I make mine on. And then I send them to Walgreens and print them on like four by six cards. And like, it's pretty, it's pretty inexpensive to print them. I did not realize how expensive postage was until, but yeah, that's fine. You're like, it's okay. It's Christmas. I'm supporting the boys in blue. It's Christmas. Everybody needs some mail. Yes, that's true. That's so true. I love receiving mail so much. I send emails. I love it too. I'm just like, it's like, ooh, nice, a little surprise. That Someone's thinking of me. That dopamine rush, just oh yeah, chef's kiss every time. It is a chef's kiss. It's like, thank God somebody's thinking about me. I um, am a patron for this girl um, in Australia, and she sends me stickers every month because that's like the tier that I'm on. Yeah. So every time I get mail, I'm like, yeah, like it's the surefire way for me to know that I'm going to get something at least once a month in the mail. I love that. You're like, I got my stickers. I have like so many stickers. I don't know what to do with them all, but like, <laughs> what are they? Are they like cute little puffy stickers? Cause those are my favorite. Um, they're like, she draws them. Like she makes her own stickers. Oh, cool. She, like, makes, like, um, right now they're like little, little creatures doing things. So I, I have one that. that's like a rabbit magician. Oh, stop. So, and like some of them are like very witchy, like witch forest animals and stuff like that. So we love to see it. And then um, I, I, have like a lot of, I have a lot of art too that I don't know what to do with because I lost my big art wall yeah. to mm-hmm. my closet. Because turns out you cannot fit enough clothes in a closet that's like this wide. I have the same problem. I live in a studio apartment and I have a tiny ass closet and I have so many clothes and I'm like, well, shit. Well, I could get rid of them, but like, what if I need them? Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of art, I started collaging because I really like putting things together. Check this out. Now I didn't have like a theme for it, but I just decided to collage some shifts. I love it. Oh, and then there's outrage. Is that a polar bear? Yep. It's a polar bear. I love it. I had, this is probably my favorite part though, is this man carrying a casket and this woman holding him with that. And he's saying boohoo. I love it. (laughs) I just, thanks. I just got bored and I had an old, uh, Time magazine from like 1983 that I got for another class project I did forever ago. And um, I just was like, I was feeling super stressed out the past three days. And I was like, I'm going to collage. And <laughs> it makes me feel better. That was me all through like, I like completely decorated my whole room. Like I had all of this craft stuff because you can get it for like super cheap now. Like they do those $5 grab boxes. They're amazing it like whatever so I had a ton of stuff so I like floralized my mirror like because I had all this floral stuff and then like I made vases and stuff like that and I was like this is the only thing keeping me sane through the election and 
<laughs> yeah. It was long, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Cause like we were just in LA for 10 days and then we went straight to New York for like eight days. And I definitely am the happiest when I'm on the road, when I'm working, when I know that I'm bettering my art and my creativity and and getting songs and, and all of this stuff and just being busy. I'm happiest when I'm busy. And so when I come back to Nashville, it's like that whirlwind stops. It's like you're, you're dizzy from the merry-go-round, you know, and you're like, well, what, what do I do? I'm not happy anymore. Like just being here, what, what do I do? And it took me a week, a full week of sitting in my pity and being like, oh, I'm so sad. I got the post-trip blues. And then I was like, I'm going to collage. And then fucking did. Fucking collaging apparently is the key to my happiness. <laughs> mine is mine is scrapbooking. So definitely because I just have like a ton of photos laying around. So like yeah. I collage them while they're in the scrapbook. But I was like, I have all this like old old disposable stuff. And then like, I have like Polaroids and stuff like that. And I was like, what am I doing with these? Nothing. Yep. I feel you. I started getting into Polaroids too. And I have this like little Polaroid just album of like the band and I, and it's like all these Polaroids that we've taken. And what you'll see though, is it says Family, Foxies, and France, because I just, <laughs> I just put everything in one. And I was like, eh, fuck it. It'll be fine. It's fine. It works. I'm the only one in my family that scrapbooks. So I'm in charge of like, we found like all of these photos and we were cleaning out my grandma's apartment and stuff like that. So my job is once I get my computer back um, to like scan them all in, because I have a hard drive with everything. Yes. And then I'm going to make a Dropbox and people can just keep adding stuff. So I don't have to keep doing it. That is the best. Honestly, I am an avid user of Dropbox because that shit, I have so many pictures on my phone and my phone has like no space. So I'm just like, "Hmm, add to Dropbox, add to Dropbox because I pay for that, you know, terabyte or whatever. Like I'm going to need that much space, but you never know. You never know. Cause I use it. I use it for my concert photography and stuff like that, like in bar buddy stuff. And I'm like, if I ever need more than a terabyte, we got issues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cause that's a lot. That is a lot. I said the raw files themselves are just a lot of, a lot of space. Cause I don't want to delete them. Cause like, what yeah. if I need them? But like, sometimes they're all blurry and stuff, but I'm like, you know, maybe, you, you know, every single time I've deleted something, it's like, lo and behold, two days later I'm like oh I need to get I need to look for this and I'm like shit I deleted that two days ago I'm like why the universe likes to play cruel cruel jokes on people who keep always. things always always I'm trying to I'm trying to manifest like um what was I what was the thing I was trying to manifest recently oh I was like manifesting photography paying me real money I was like manifesting Honestly, you are manifesting it right now. All you got to say is I'm going to be getting some real good money from my, from my photography. I'm going to be getting some real good money. And you just speak it, you believe it. And you're like, I can do this. It's going to happen. I'm like, I'm cool as shit. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's going to happen. I always take, I always take somebody with me to concerts because I don't like going by myself and I don't, and I still don't drive. 
So, but I yeah. will be, I will be, we're, we're working on it. Hey. <laughs> and every time we go, I go with somebody new, they're like, this is so cool. Like, how did you do? And I was like, I just, I literally just sent an email or like a DM. And I was like, hello, this is, this is my job. This is my title. Um, here's yeah. what I do. Can I please do this for you? And could you give me two tickets? And they're like, yeah. Honestly, people think it's so much harder than what it is, but cold calling and cold emailing is so it's truly how I've honestly gotten most of the places in my life is just by cold emailing and cold calling. I'm like, Hey, I'm a singer and I do this, you know? And it's just like, you show them that you're a good person, you network with them. And then instead of like getting a job, it's more like you get this friendship out of it because you took the liberty to cold call. People don't do that anymore. You know, I, I love doing it. When I was on the radio, I would email everybody that I was playing every week. Like I would let them know. And I'm like this, it was scary at first. Cause I was like, I don't want to bother anybody. But then I was like, everybody deserves to know if they're being played on the radio. Cause like, totally. especially because like, I would play a lot of people from like Australia or, you know, like Europe and they wouldn't have any like American radio like plays. Yeah. So I, was like, I was like, here you go. Well, also too, like, I, I definitely deal with that where like, I always think I'm like, oh man, I don't want to bother anybody or will they be annoyed if I hit them up? But then I'm like, no, they would probably love it. They usually do. I'm usually like, you know what? I am annoying and I'm going to own it. And here we go. You are not annoying. There's, there's a beautiful difference between annoying and persistence and persistence is knowing your worth and being a good human and letting people know what's going on. That is what you are. You're persistent and that is beautiful. Oh, we love to hear it. That makes you feel so good. It's true. I'm, I'm persistent. I'm like, Hey, I want this done and I want it now. <laughs> my, my favorite thing to do is to send out a bunch of emails all at once and then sit on my computer and just hit refresh until somebody emails me back. Cause like, even if they say no, that's still an email back. And it I get that, little, get that little dopamine. And just getting an email, like getting an email, like we were talking about earlier. It's just fun. It is. (laughs) It's fun. It's like, Ooh, what do I get to respond to today? I'm wanted. I'm like, hello. I, I would love to respond to this email. Please email me back. I should just start. Mm -hmm. I should just start every time I don't hear back from somebody be like, can I please respond to your email? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Truly play a little mind trick on them get those read receipts. I have to figure out how to do that on Google. Cause I know you can, cause I know you, you can. can, I think so. That, that scares me now. I mean, usually like on outlook, cause I use outlook for work. Um, it'll tell you that they sent like a read receipt and you can like choose to send it or not. But I feel like there is a way on Google to send a read. Maybe that would actually help me be like, who's ignoring me? Who do I need to be more persistent with? Yeah. And if I want, if I want to make um, make a, 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 a name for myself. And if somebody's annoying me, I can just read, I can read it and not respond. I know. Powerful. It's a power move. Really? Oh, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> We're coming up with some really good ideas. <laughs> it's a little We're dangerous. Awesome. We're awesome. <laughs> 
So I'm going to a music festival this summer and I'm really excited. Like the Lumineers are headlining and I think Vampire Weekend's the other one. Cool. Yeah. If you could play any festival, mm. where, would you, where would you want to play? Or you can make your own festival. And you I would a headliner. I would love to play. Man, I've always had a dream or I'm manifesting this to play um what's that festival i know i should know but it, it's glastonbury yeah is yeah. there a festival in glastonbury i think so I've, yeah i thought i thought i think so i could be completely wrong and if i am whoops but i've always had a dream to play glastonbury i've also um reading and leeds that one too so and i hope i said that right it's been a while since i've seen that word or uh, that festival on my radar. So I could be completely butchering it, but <laughs> that one too. <laughs> I think it just happened. Oh shit. Maybe next year. <laughs> gotta start, gotta start cold calling. I, that's what I'm going to do today. <laughs> Hello. I know it's, I know it's a little early, but just keep but, me, just keep me on your radar. Hi. <laughs> I'm here. Hello. <laughs> They're here. I'm like, what's up? Yeah. Like, hey, we're the next big thing and you're going to want us on your festival. So that's how that's how you do it. I'm really excited for this festival that I'm going to because I know a lot of like because I've worked with a lot of these bands before. I'm like, I know them. I know them. I know them. Unfortunately, I know them. Unfortunately, (laughs) they're not my they're not my first choice of a band. But, you know, you're like. Uh, well carry on (laughs) they once dm'd me and was like hey can i ask you a question and then never i was like sure what's up and then they never responded and i was like it's the worst anticipation ever i'm like what are you doing to me that would give me slight anxiety i'd be like i'm always anxious so it you know sometimes i'm like whatever but other times now i'm just annoyed because i can't be like hey like what did you want to ask it's too late you're like, I'm anxious and annoyed to a very, a very deadly combination. Uh, yeah, I feel you. That's like when my world collapses and I'm like, ah! mine is mine is when I'm no longer I'm, I'm calm and serene. I'm like that anxious, like my mm. brain just stops working and I'm like, oh, no. Yep. You're like, well, here I am. What's today going to be like, who knows? Who fucking knows? Like I, I was at the music conference and it was, it was like a really, it's a really big deal, I guess. Um, yeah. And it was the first time I was staying in a hotel by myself. It was the first time that I like was in charge of myself. Like, even though I was only in Cleveland, like it was like a half hour away from where I live. I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh my God, like I have to be an adult. And I was so stressed about it. Like I had to call and like make the hotel reservation because I needed like accommodations. And I was like, I I was like, oh my God. Like, and I managed honestly, to put it together in like three days. Honestly, I give you mad props. It's a it's a stressful thing, especially when you have never had to do it before. But once you do it once, you're like sick. I'm gonna book this Airbnb. <laughs> now, well, we were looking at Airbnbs and they they were the same price as the hotel. So I was like, why not just stay at the hotel and make it easier? But then my yeah. door, the door to my hotel room, I was like, everyone's like, did you bring safety things? And I was like, I had my hydro flask. Like, and it was full of water, <laughs> but my door was like, you had to like shove it open and like pull it shut. 
to like oh. all the way. So I was like, if anybody's going to try to break into my room while I'm sleeping, I am going to hear them. Like, I'm not that sound of a sleeper most yeah. of the time. And I was Me like, either. and then I have my hydro flask and I'm ready. You're ready. Literally, like the amount of times I've been in a hotel, either on tour or just like by myself traveling, the amount of times that people have walked in my room, just like cleaning or, or like somebody else, I don't know. I could be rich with the amount of times. Like, I don't know if it's my luck, but (laughs) last time I think me and the band, we were traveling through Iowa and we were staying in Iowa, very small town in Iowa. And I remember waking up and it was like, it was like seven 30 still early. Like I was still sleeping and I hear and, but I thought I was dreaming. So I was, you know, still asleep. And then this guy and this woman walk in and he's like, oh, sorry. And he walks back out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> did this happen? And it's like he was ready to clean the room, but it was at 730 a.m. And I was like, usually it's until 11 at least. You're like, I haven't been sleeping for that long. How I? I know. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I have really bad luck with that. So I'm just getting used to it now. You're just like, I got to go with the flow. Yeah. If somebody walks in, I'm like, Hey, join the party. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, so as they say on the game show, hot ones, uh, congratulations. You've completed the interview. You can use this camera, this camera, or this camera, and you can tell the people what you have going on. Well, basically Hello, I'm Julia. I sing in a band called The Foxies, and we've got an album coming out September 23rd. It's called Who Are You Now? Who Are You Then? And we've got singles coming out every month until then. So we're releasing our second single July 7th called If Life Were a Movie, parentheses, you'd be the guy that dies. Um, So that one's for the Supreme Court right now. But here we go. So yeah, (laughs) singles all the time. Hi, it's Jen again. I want to thank you for listening to this episode. The Foxy's new album, Who Are You Now? Who Were You Then? is out right now, anywhere you listen to music. You can keep up with Julia on Instagram at The Foxy's Julia and keep up to date with all things The Foxy's on Instagram at The Foxy's or check the link in the episode description. As for me, you can find Bar Buddies on Instagram at Bar Buddies Pod and tell me who you want to see on the show next. This episode was produced in collaboration with Voltage Live.